The thoughts, opinions, and general overall shade thrown on Hyatt 9 News are those of the individual speakers and not those of Hyatt 9 News, its audience, or its advertisers. The statements made do not constitute medical, legal, or financial advice. And for advice tailored to your specific situation, please consult with a licensed professional. Welcome to the Hyatt 9 News Hour, where you will hear from cannabis industry experts and professionals from around the country talk about important topics while shining light on global issues and discussing cannabis as it relates to politics, regulation and reform, data and technology, science, research and medicine, family and parenting, art, celebrities and entertainment, fitness, sports, mental health and wellness and plant-based medicines and entheogenics. Together, we are building a stronger community, fighting the stigma and creating change. With your hosts, Jason Beck and Rico Lamite, joined by special industry expert correspondents from around the country and daily antics brought to you by Cannabis. Coming to you live every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time and high noon on the East Coast. And thank you all for getting high at nine with us. Oh, yeah, that's right. Good morning, everybody. Today, that's right, it's Monday, the most important day of the week, and today is also September 11th. Today is National Boss Employee Exchange Day. I wonder what they are exchanging. It's also National Make Your Bed Day and National Hot Cross Bun Day. Do you make those, Gretchen? No. No. Okay. Does and everyone makes a bed every day. That's what I want. I always make my bed every single day. Me too. 100%. Shake the bed every day. Oh, boy. And of course, of course, it is 9 11. And so it is National Day of Service and Remembrance for all of the fallen victims of 9 11. So we do want to have a brief moment of silence to remember all those that were lost. And thank you all for joining us and getting high at nine with us. It's also high noon on the East Coast. And please remember to like, share, and subscribe to us on all social media platforms. Use that fancy little QR code right there at the top-hand corner of your screen to see where we live on the Internet. We are live every Monday through Friday on YouTube. And uh, as soon as we get this coding thing worked and out, we'll be live on a whole bunch of other platforms as well. But kicking it off first, we have the dope dad himself. That's right. It's no, Rico Lamit. No, 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 no. Oh, you want, you want to go first? <laughs> to be and people to see you you, you want to go first you want to go first today we got our hair did up today make we got, oh. we got red and purple oh god they got <laughs> man i feel like oh man oh boy oh boy oh boy all right all right so, so so gretchen wants to tell us all about her amazing trip up north at canny fest and we have some footage for you guys that you guys are going to love to see and uh we know nick bradley is going to be very disappointed because there is some stuff on our social media page of gretchen kissing other guys oh <laughs> oh yeah nick's gonna be, I need my be content. yeah nick's gonna be jealous jealous of chemo yeah what's that gretchen go for it i said i got to meet chemo yesterday for the first time it was quite the experience yes. oh i bet yeah, it was. So we, we saw we saw we saw it's on our instagram we see you kissing all over him i know i, just saw, I saw the weed porn on his shirt and i had to have him i bet <laughs> oh man so this is my first time hit subscribe hit subscribe to that Make your first time in Humboldt. In Humboldt. In Humboldt. Yes. Oh. And it was a beautiful event up here in Northern California. If you ever get a chance, come show some love to these farmers and cultivators and breeders that have been doing it for decades because it's really, be truly beautiful up here in Humboldt. If you've never visited, you got to go. <laughs> it's right of passage. Amazing. And Yes. And we're staying at a lovely Airbnb, which is owned by everyone's favorite Guy Court of Pop and Barkley. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> did not nice. Did no, did not. <laughs> Met up with Guy yesterday. Yes. Is it the one in downtown Eureka? Yeah, it's like, it's, where are we? He's we're like, we're right outside of Eureka. It's, it's technically, it's mm -hmm. called Cutton, but yes, we're, we're right by Eureka. She's out in Cutton. She's out and cutting. So they was cutting up a rug on the dance floor I saw in the, all your guys' videos. We were having a little fun last night, yes. Mm -hmm, we were mm -hmm. a good time. Uh, and, when, uh, and when 
here, Jason, I always have to partake of amazing sun grown, Woo. not your indoor booth bullshit that you keep trying to stop it. Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna show this video. We're gonna show what you rolled all this all this outdoor lumber with. Okay. Look at this. Look at Gretchen smoking a blunt, smoking swishers. Yeah. Yep, looking. Mm -hmm. Look at her. Look at Gretchen's eyes. They match her hair. Look at that. She's all in her Christmas colors. She's got red and green on. <laughs> yeah, Gretchen got high. You know what they say if you don't cough, you don't get off. Who was playing? With the legalization of the herb um, and the, um, the rich and the wealthy profiting from it, you know? It was, it was I want to the original bands of farming in the place. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not Chewbacca. Yeah. Look at Gretchen coughing, smoking weed. Look at this. Man. It looked like it looked like to me like you had your lungs working pretty fine, Gretchen. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. But uh, what I do want to bring a little news to us today uh, before we dip out. Uh, just talking to farmers and folks up here, it is not good in Humboldt. And I was very surprised to learn how poorly the illicit market is doing up here. That farmers are dropping left and right. Regs in California are terrible. Vote no on Prop A if you're out there. Prop A is bullshit. I don't know what these local municipalities are trying to do to Humboldt, but we have to protect the small farmer. Um, and that's what we're going to hopefully help to do. So we're going to go to a meeting uh, right now and talk to some more folks and see what we can, how we can help. Amazing. Yeah. Yes, that's a big campaign going on up there in Humboldt and Mendocino County. So make sure that you vote. Is no on A, correct, no Gretchen? On a. No on Prop A. No on Prop A. No on Prop A. Tell people now. Long I mean, they gotta start know reaching out yeah. and tell people, fuck this. We don't want it. Yes. Reach out to your uh, county supervisors. They're the ones pushing it. Fuck this shit. No. Because mm -hmm. basically what Prop A would do is not allow them to make any alterations to their farms. So if they can't, like, put up solar panels, they can't put in a new water tank, like, they could lose their license over trying to do just basic improvement. It's just all bullshit. I don't know why the fuck they are. It's so ridiculous. I, I agree with you. Yeah, support the har farmers in Humboldt. Yes. Yeah. The best sun grown on the planet. Best sun grown. The best, the best tumbleweed in California. <laughs> the reason Mendo and Humboldt are not supporting the farmers is that uh, governments there are run by entrenched interests, mainly the ranchers and, and old money from the 1800s. They don't want weed growers there, and they don't want hippies there, and they don't need the money. They don't need the tourist money. You could have n uh, n another soul never visit that place again and continue to run it fine. The thing that happens out here in the West County is you've got people who stole this land from the folks who uh, originally resided on it, and, and they're running that shit. They don't care about the counterculture. They don't care about us. So that's what's happening. They're trying to flush it all out into the cities. Mm-hmm. That you are 100% right on, Matthew St. Germain. They are definitely happy Monday. Yeah, they are definitely trying to push. What's that? What's that, Gretchen? We're out. We're out. We got to go. All right, ladies. You have Fun, a ladies. great day. Y'all look great. Have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you both actually tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Don't be late. Okay. Make sure everything's in on time. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. We're going to roll right on in to the dope dad himself. That's right. It's Rico Lamite. He had a long weekend, and you can tell by his eyes that he didn't get a lot of sleep last night. That's right. It is the dope dad himself. That's right. It is Rico Lamite. Thank you, Jason. The weekend's never long enough. They don't exist. But um, I'd like to have you all for a second. Imagine a world where police officers played by the same rules as citizens. Sure, their jobs still protect and serve the public, which carries more risk than most than their civilian peers. Um, but what if cops were not only allowed to enjoy the same freedoms, but also expected to be held accountable for the same misdeeds as the rest of us? Uh, America got a long way to go before celebrating such parity, but the small European country of Luxembourg seems to have figured it out. Last month, a Luxembourg cop 
uh, came under suspicion of drug trafficking under cannabis He was uh, that was found at their home. The trigger came after police watchdog IGP, which is Luxembourg's version of internal affairs, seized 14 to 26, uh, 14 and 26 grams of cannabis, respectively, at the homes of two police officers. Officer A was suspected of being involved in drug trafficking. Officer B's stash was presumed for personal use. Luxembourg's new cannabis legislation passed July 21st, uh, allowing for possession and consumption under certain condi uh, conditions, and police officers are bound to the same rules. These officers, however, made themselves liable to prosecution. And here's why. The new law states citizens are permitted to grow for cannabis plants and consuming the yield in one's own home. But plants must be grown from seed. Due to the short time span, it was found impossible for the weeds seized at the officers' homes to have came from newly grown plants. A police spokeswoman explained the nuance in the Luxembourg, uh, Luxembourg Times, uh, saying this. Positive drug test results for officer applicants during recruitment for cannabis or any other narcotics is considered clear criteria for exclusion, while officers working under the influence while on duty is prohibited after the application process is concluded, nothing prevents them from consuming on their own time. It is also forbidden for police and all other citizens to drive under the influence of cannabis, but uh, despite some pushback on the trainees being tested, the spokeswoman did say that there will be no changes made on that at any time soon because cannabis is still defined as a narcotic by Luxembourg law. Uh, there is currently no systematic drug testing within the force, but in the event of a suspected drug abuse or an incident, the officers concerned may face both disciplinary and criminal consequences. The two officers here both worked for the same police station in the town of Gare. Uh, IGP found clues leading to the men during a separate investigation of alleged police violence where four officers from Gare stand accused of abusing a drunken man in a cell and attempting to cover up the incident. Officer A, the one found in pos uh, possession of the larger quantity, is suspected of importing and distribution. Officer B was transferred to the north of the country, to a different station. Both were suspended and criminal investigations are ongoing. Obviously, we're comparing apples to oranges here with Luxembourg and the U.S. Um, as we don't have federal cannabis le legislation here yet. Um, and depending on who you ask, cops are either flawlessly or flawless community protecting angels of justice or descendants of horseback slave catchers hell bent on targeting and prosecuting anyone daring to challenge their authority. Uh, but how hard would it be to implement a balanced system of justice like this? Uh, where citizens could trust the system to actually root out the bad actors and let the good ones, at least while off duty, vibrate on the same frequency as the folks they interact with daily on their own communities. That's my question to everybody. Um, I like how uh, you know Luxembourg's handling this whole situation and letting the cops smoke and uh, and handle their business while they're off the uh, off the clock. That's just my take on it. Love to hear from you guys. I'm Rico Lamit, the dopest dad on the street. Hi, Nine News. What do you think about this one, Jason? Man, they're letting their cops smoke weed. I mean, I just wonder how much the seizures are going to go up since now the cops can actually smoke the weed instead of just taking it and reselling it. You don't think they've been smoking it all along? No, they got to worry about their drug test. Now they don't have to worry about their drug test. They can they can smoke a lot more. Well, they don't have drug testing unless there is quote unquote suspicion. Man, of, uh, let me tell you something, bro. Cops. Suspicion is very easy to 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 su suspect so to say okay so and they're only they're only tested during uh, the application process mm -hmm. Sounds or i thought they also get tested if they have to like you don't use their gun or something at some point isn't that true if also? they well i don't think luxembourg uh, cops oh, carry guns the spokeswoman said oh. yeah. Okay, yeah. Spokeswoman said um, only time that they'll be tested is if they are um accused of doing something if there's a reasonable suspicion like, like being intoxicated on the, on the job or something like yeah. that okay yeah mm -hmm. luxembourg i like this law man i, I like think it's law. great i think it's i think it's great smoke and let, and let them chill the fuck out yeah you know? let the cops smoke man they need they need weed better than alcohol that it all is hasn't alcohol traditionally been a big piece of you know cop culture mm -hmm. what, what, what do you think about this matthew you just got got back from two weeks stuck out on the playa what do you think about this cop smoking weed in luxembourg i think cops should smoke weed maybe it'll chill them the fuck out maybe it'll wake them up 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big yes. You're a big so, yes. You're a big yes. So we all sir, agree. This is a good. This dude, is speaking good of news. which, uh, because of the rain, all the co- there were no cops on the playa from Friday till Monday, and we finally got to smoke weed everywhere in public without fear of arrest or ticketing. Oh, nice! One of the greatest moments ever. Yeah, nice. So all the all the all the cops had all their four wheel drive stuck in the mud, huh? So what happened was the 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 cops from Gerlach couldn't get onto the playa because it was muddy. The way the labor laws work, the cops that were already there no longer patrol because they were past their hours. They could only respond to yep. emergencies, and no one was calling them. Mm-hmm. No so overtime pay, to, unless it's an emergency. And they all had to sit at camp, bro. We just got to smoke <laughs> weed everywhere. It was fucking <laughs> epic. <laughs> My oh, French. that's that's pretty. That's pretty good. That's pretty. Good. And they rolled in. They rolled in mobile cell towers so we could get on CNN and read how how we were all going to die and cannibalize each other while we were like smoking weed and making soup for each other. It oh, was hilarious. Of course, the fake news media was pr- promoting the fact that you guys were all going to cannibalize each other. Yeah, they were saying we we're stranded. It's like, are you really stranded if you don't want to leave? Not. Uh, you know. You know what I did see is I saw those those cops run over them protesters. That was pretty interesting. Oh, I heard about that, but yeah. I, I didn't even see it. Oh, bro, but yeah, it was be pretty careful awesome. fucking yeah. with hillbilly, you know, redneck Nevada cops don't, in the middle. Well, of let the me way, tell dude. you something. Don't sit in the middle of a road, okay, and be <laughs> stupid, okay? Because let me tell you something. That's the traffic, and it's the public's right away. And so when you do that dumbass shit, you get what that, comes. That video was so extra. That, that shit was so extra. The, the, the cop went. Well, out no, of no, the, the, the video wasn't extra. What, 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 what actually <laughs> happened prior? Hold on. What actually happened prior is they got a call saying that there was that 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 the protesters also had firearms, and so that's why they got oh. that type of response. So that so they got a call. They did. Ooh, they got a call. <laughs> I, bro, I watched I the whole. I watched the whole thing on it. I watched the whole the whole thing, the whole actual real video of all of it. The before and the after. The real vision. Yes. That real, you, real. You saw the OnlyFans account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so I have, I have three stories today. So I'm going to go on here and then we're going to go every other, every other, every other person going forward. All yes. right, Rico, you with me? Okay, man. You, you, right. you want to still give me an intro? Is it, you just do the intro on yourself? Uh, you can intro, you can intro on the next one. It's fine. It's Reporting right. live from the, uh, <laughs> From the lawn of Mar-a-Lago, because yes. you know, he's no longer allowed inside. No, we're, we're doing some. We're doing some renovations. We're doing some renovations in the house. Don't worry, don't worry. We're doing some renovations. We gotta do some little upgrades. You know what I mean? Make we sure have, we don't have unwanted intruders. No for smoking the best weed on the world in the world on uh, the White House South Lawn. Mm-hmm. Jason Beck. Yeah, buddy. Oh man. And just so you know, all, all two of my stories today are extremely long, okay? And so I summarize these in a little bit and just to kind of give you guys a brief rundown, but I'll tell you what's happening in New York. Big week, uh, excuse me, Big Weed is on the brink of a multi-million dollar surge into New York's cannabis market. Oh, Rico, I can't wait for you to comment on this. In a quote, it was a future investment, said Beerman. Manhattan is a jewel, maybe the jewel of North America for building a brand around the world. In 2018, MedMen opened one of its signature retail stores for medical users only on Fifth Avenue, envisioning the day it would sell to the, to the broad mix of New Yorkers and tourists passing by. While corporate controversy led to Beerman's exit from the business a few years ago, many investors and cannabis entrepreneurs have flocked to New York in his stead, bitten by the same bug. Today, there are 11 medical marijuana companies licensed in the state. Each has invested millions in its operations, all with the gleam of the 2021 legalization in their eyes. Now, their moment has come. That's right. If, as expected, the state's cannabis regulatory agency passes on Tuesday a proposed set of permanent rules for the industry, any of the 11 medical companies that pony up $5 million down payment will be able to open one of their medical stores to sell cannabis products to adults 21 and over by the end of the year a couple of years earlier than previously proposed. They'll be allowed to cultivate up to 100,000 square feet of weed indoor environments not permitted for, th- for other growers, allowing them five harvests a year compared to 
one for the struggling individual farmers currently licensed by the state to grow outdoors only. And they'll be the only state license allowed to operate fully farm to processor to retail operations. State officials prohibited this type of vertical integration in the law legalizing cannabis so that small operators entertain the market had a better chance to succeed against deep pocketed corporate players. And for those who have tracked the state's legalization process, Big Weed's multi-million dollar entry may come as a surprise. When legalization took place in March of 2021, the law's progressive character assumed center stage, and the state granted the first retail licenses to people who had been locked up on weed-related charges and their relatives. Upstate farmers who had lost their shirts when the market for hemp collapsed and the chance to grow the state's first legal crops to promote sustainability, the state required them to plant outdoors instead of in greenhouses, which, which, uh, which trap globe which trap globe warming gases they say oh so the environmentalists got in and said no 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 you can't do this nonetheless in another quote no other state in the county prioritized the people who were most negatively impacted more than new york state assembly minority or excuse me majority leader Crystal People Stokes democrat from buffalo who co-sponsored the leg- the legislation told the city in an interview Now, with the state having failed to roll out more than a handful of weed stores, a court injunction halting the opening of stores owned by people affected by drug laws and licensed growers sitting on hundreds of thousands of pounds of rotting product, told you guys their weed is old, of the the, uh, Darth of uh, authorized retailers, the companies are about to cash in on a market they have campaigned to to reach for years through millions of dollars of lobbying in Albany. Matt Darwin, the CEO of Curaleaf, a $3 billion cannabis corporation, said that getting into the wilder adult use business from the medical niche was always the goal. Well, well, well. It seems like New York is set to open up a few more dispensaries as long as these companies pony up that $5 million to open up one store. What do you think about this social equity-ness, Rico? This is Jason Beck for the High at Nine News Hour. What do y'all think? Corporate welfare. Corporate welfare. <laughs> oh, man, that's a, that's a good well, one. It, I wonder. What, what, it, was, it, was, it, was only a matter, it was only a matter of time before the state like, sold out to the MSOs. Bro, they uh, sold they sold election. everybody out with this one. Where hold on, I just want to know where the five million dollars is gonna go to because we know it's not gonna go to the Curders. Um <laughs> uh, it's gonna go to We know, know we know it's not gonna go to the fund that never raised the money that said they had the money. We know it's not gonna go there too. So where else do we know uh, it's not gonna go? Mm-hmm. It's gonna go to it's, it's, I think maybe a fifth of that is going to be accounted for, and that's going to go into police enforcement. Police enforcement. That's my, that's my prediction. Oh, yeah, because man. they have a shitstorm to untangle. They're never going to untangle that shitstorm. Never. 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 But they're, they're going to dump money into it anyway, though. They, they will dump yes, money. Uh, There'll be some casualties. That, that, that toothpaste back into that tube. Yeah, there's it's too much right. too much sand to yeah. shovel it all back in the ocean. That's for sure. What do you think about this, Matthew? You're pretty quiet today. Are you still acclimating uh, back to the back to reality? I am. Yeah, man. I'm just uh, back to this daily grind here. Are you still seeing uh, trips? Are you still? Oh no, I feel great. Oh, okay. I feel great. In fact, uh, a couple nights I stayed up with no drugs just to uh, do a little experiment, and I really realized that it's sleep deprivation, not drugs, that get you all loopy. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm, I'm anti big MSO, but I think that uh, we just need to let this thing all kind of wash itself out. Uh, we need further education and experience for folks, and then see them making better choices. It's kind of like the same thing we see everywhere. You know, you see, you know, you see Applebee's and and McDonald's flourishing, even though their food is garbage and chemicals, you know, pressed together to kind of resemble some actual product. Biggest thing we need is education for everybody. uh, Realizing that what you put into your body equals what's going to come out of your body. The thoughts you make, the the statements you make, et cetera. So see, let big weed come in everywhere, everywhere they come in, they're fucking failing. And uh, let, let's just keep boxing it out. What we see in California here is people who are creating high-quality products with care for the industry and community are flourishing, or at least surviving. At least surviving. What's that? Man. Man, oh, man. You live oh, man. to fight another day. 
Yeah. Were those some good human words, you guys? That was cute. That was great. That was, that was good. What do you think about this, Mandy? New York's such a shit show. I mean, I feel like um, every single episode we spend about 15 minutes talking about New York and the shit show that it is. And and none of this is, you know, it, it was coming. These big, these big MSOs were, were coming at some point. I mean, it's New York, for God's sake. It's like they've been there hiding, just waiting their turn. Mm-hmm. That's and they they said they said this was the goal all along. They said it, Boris. Yeah, of course. Boris said it's it. New York City, Coca Cola. It's, it's the goal it's like all the, along. The number one most advertised product there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the, yeah, global cannabis coming out of New York, guys. Man, 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 man. New York, New York, New York. Gonna, yeah, the trap is going to be stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is that is for sure without a, lot a doubt. Of fire under the trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> International exactly. business just got so much stronger, right? Yes, it did, man. Yes, it did. This, 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 this New York, man. I'm telling you, these, these MSOs, they are just literally, they are frothing. I bet you they're going to be able to go and do a whole new capital raise just based off this news alone after, after Tuesday, once Absolutely. it's finalized. Absolutely, it will. I mean, just the uh, Health and Human Services making their recommendation made everybody run out and start buying cannabis stocks. Not to, I mean, not it to was mi- just a recommendation. It wasn't even adopted. I'll tell you what, this is a distraction by the yeah, U.S. government. They're going to be doing nothing. Well, hold and, on. Um, you know what? Just go buy more stuff. That's what. That's all our government does is just put out a bunch of shiny objects for people to follow and just go buy, buy, buy. So you can go broke and go deeper into debt and then um, get money by nefarious with these, with these MSOs being able to be the uh, only vertically operated uh, uh, cannabis companies in the state of New York, you know what I find very, very interesting is that they will also be the only companies with indoor, and they'll be the only ones with the freshest weed in all of New York because of the fact that they're allowed to cultivate indoors and they don't have to sell year-old outdoor booth like all the other retailers putting all these social equity applicants at another major disadvantage. Yeah, that is. That's all that they have in the market out there. They don't have any indoor out there in their market, in their legal market. It's all of this outdoor hemp farm bull ass. The only, the only indoor weed you're getting in New York is if you're buying it from a bodega. You're not getting no, no indoor weed from any New York licensed store. Is it still indoor weed if you buy it outside? Well, that's why they have the farmer's markets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Let's let's roll the Mandy, Rico. Let's roll the Mandy. Let's do it. Yes. So coming up next, she travels all over the world, tasting the best edibles from coast to coast. And that's why we call her Carmen Sacramento. Here is the, the, the boss lady of all boss ladies oh. repping the stage. Without Luke this morning, I don't know where Luke is, but you know what? We miss Luke. He's and she working. can stand on her own, too, though. Y'all know who it is. Mandy. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, the mom in me is bringing you some great news for foster parents out there. My headline today reads, Missouri foster parents can now possess cannabis. Yes, it's because of Amendment 3, it says. An emergency amendment has established a new order in Missouri. An emergency amendment issued by Missouri Department of Social Services last month now allows Missouri foster parents to possess and cultivate cannabis. The amendment lifts the ban because of Amendment 3, which legalized recreational use in Missouri and went into effect earlier this year. In the ruling, the department says that it cannot hold rules in conflict with the state's constitution. I don't know, guys, maybe the feds could take a little page out of Missouri's handbook here and follow in their footsteps. The Department of Social Services also mentions that it has an interest in making sure that the public is not confused by published regulations that are not valid. Indeed. So rule 13, which established the ban, is gone at least until February of 2024 when this emergency amendment expires. However, that doesn't mean cannabis is now rules-free for foster parents. 
Yes, said parents. Yes, said parents can possess cannabis or cannabis-infused products, and they can cultivate plants for medical use in an enclosed, locked facility, as long as they follow all established rules for growing. However, they can't do any of this in the presence of their foster children, either in a home or in a car. Now, you guys, these are some pretty specific rules. I mean, if you're going to be growing, you have to do it in an enclosed, locked facility. And I'm guessing that they really don't want you consuming inside your house or in an enclosed vehicle with your with your foster child. But um, there's a lot of rules and stigma that have always followed parents. Foster parents actually have it 10 times more tough when it comes to raising kids because they have to abide by a lot of extra rules they wouldn't necessarily put forth in their own household outside of foster parenting. And so this is a huge step forward. Um, I'm really excited to see what the rest of you have to say. And if any anybody on my correspondent team has any history or experience in working with kids who are in the foster care system, I'm really interested in feedback on that and this, this change. What do you say? I mean, I think this is a huge, huge win for huge huge win i mean i didn't even realize that it was ever even a loss in 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 all honesty this is this has been uh brought new uh new new light to my eyes so to say that i never even knew that this was ever even a problem in the first place yeah foster parents have a lot of insane rules that they have to live by because the government is ultimately responsible for the placement of that child. I don't think that's right? why. I think it's because they're giving the, the foster parents money to, to house and harbor the child. It's, it's both of those things. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, the government has to answer for the safety of that placement, mm-hmm. right? Well, and because they're giving, so, they're, because they're giving money, they have to be accountable for the money. I don't think necessarily the, the safety right. of the child. It's both, it's both of those things. And so... You know, in a foster care situation, you have to have all medications in a lockbox. Some cleaning supplies have to be locked away. Um, There's just a lot of of rules that you wouldn't, like, I don't have to participate in because I get to choose what's happening in my house. But the second the government is giving you a check to take care of somebody, Mm -hmm. you don't get to make the decisions of what's happening in your house. But they write your house, they write your house SOPs, right, Mandy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they come in and do inspections periodically. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It can be really invasive, actually. Um, it can be like know, the FBI coming into your home looking for documents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's really interesting about this is um, this is just an opportunity for education. They said that the this um, regulation is up for review in the beginning of next year. And I really hope that many foster parents go ahead and step into this and embrace it and showcase that, you know, responsible cannabis use and foster parenting can go hand in hand because there's already a huge shortage of foster parenting available in the U.S. It's a very difficult job to step into the middle of a child's life and take them by the hand and and help them, you know, feel like they have a partner and an ally and in whatever it is that they're experiencing. And and it's really just um, it's a tough situation to put people in when they have to pick between a medicine that helps them get through their every single day life. And maybe that same person also really wants to positively impact kids and be a foster parent, but can't. That's that shouldn't be one one for the other. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for um, covering the story, Mandy. I just forwarded it to my wife because uh she actually works with foster youth here in the Los Angeles area and uh, here in, uh, in South LA and East LA. And um, I'm not sure, I'm not positive if they have like different rules uh, for, you know, a, a tra- I'd say traditional uh, parents versus uh, foster uh, parents here in California. But um, any uh, movement in the law given uh, parents uh, more accessibility is always a win. Yeah. In my book. And, in, in, yeah, like and also, said, it's I, really I important, too, that the these governing bodies need to take a look at what their current regulatory requirements are versus what the state does. And, and it's an example of how we need to always be taking a look at what the regulatory requirements are from department to department and see yes. if there is any sort of, you know, conflict between departments. This is a, a perfect example of social responsibility from 
the um, government office. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you 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 got any th- any thoughts on this, Matthew? Stoked for the further destigmatization of cannabis. Everybody should be allowed to smoke and partake in this plant, and I think we can all see that nobody's been an axe murderer or drug addict. So I think it's a great move. And I just want to encourage all of the families out there in Missouri, make sure you go and get a foster child today because I was adopted and you just may get a kid as cool as me. Oh, yes. There we Real go. Talk, yeah, I've is... always wanted to be a foster parent, but about 10 years ago, I just said, I'm never going to because I'm never going to give those plants up. Well, Mandy, if you ever, <laughs> if you, sucks, if you ever right? move, someone who like me is like, really loving and wants to take care of kids and it's now. Mm-hmm. Well, if you ever move to Missouri, we can make that happen for you, man. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and with that, we're going to go to a commercial and we're going to be right back. How's it going guys? Saman Razani coming to you from Green Street here with Jason Beck smoking on the best weed in the world. Did you know that we have an audio only version of our podcast available on Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Spotify? Tune in now and check it out. Stop whatever you're doing. Make sure you hit that like button and make sure that you're subscribed if you haven't subscribed already. On top of make sure you can read all of the articles that we cover every day over here on our website, www.highat9news.com. You can also sign up for our newsletter. Find out what our top picks each day are of the week. Jason. Yes. Luke was listening. He wanted me to tell you that you're really lucky that you were adopted before they allowed adoptive parents to return the kids. Yeah, cute. Oh. Cute, 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 <laughs> cute. Trust me. Let me tell you something, okay? My my, my family loved <laughs> every single minute Come SummerSlam. of me. Every single minute of me. Glad you guys enjoy that. Run this next commercial, Adam. The control tower from Highly Educated has perfected the dab. Utilizing the concept of thin film evaporation, you can waste none of it and taste all of it. The micro texture of the SE pillar increases nucleation at elevated temperatures. And with the tower propelling at 2600 RPMs, it's certainly the most efficient dab experience to date. The control tower from Highly Educated. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We're going to go in. Are you ready for this next story, Rico? Let's do it. Are you, are you, are you, you know, we're going to do the immortal cannabis wizard himself, the 5,000-year-old diamond-encrusted. Yeah, hold <laughs> diamond on. Encrusted. Hold on. I, 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 I got to tell, tell you guys about this story first. All right, because Matthew St. Germain has some very, very exciting news. But we got to go into this stuff first and just get, get, get this out of the way. Because a Missouri company at the center of cannabis recall used hemp. Instead of marijuana and its products, ho, 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 Richard Battenberg Jr. feels deceived and cheated. His cannabis brand, Colorado-based The Clear, has been participating with a licensed Missouri manufacturer to produce pre-rolled joints. Some were infused with a THC concentrate or distillate purchased from a Robertsville-based company called Delta Extraction. When the state issued a recall last month of all products made with the same distillate, a total of 62,000 products, Brattenberg's company was stuck with 90,000 joints taking up space in a Missouri warehouse that he still can't do anything with. But it's not just the recall that got under his skin. As Delta Extraction was fighting off their license suspension and the recall by the state regulators, the company revealed it had been importing concentrated THC oil made from industrial hemp, which is about four times cheaper to make than marijuana THC concentrate in the state of Missouri. Battenberg had no idea his team was likely buying what he calls a synthetic THC or THC that had been converted from hemp CBD using a heavy chemical process mixed with a small amount of marijuana while still paying marijuana prices, he says. 
even more infuriating than overpaying for hemp, as Battenberg said. It's it's that it, he was unknowingly deceiving his own customers who thought they were getting a pure marijuana product. In a quote, they were dumping all these compliant operators. He said, "What they're doing from a commerce perspective, it's criminal." They were probably more surprised than anybody that they weren't getting caught. Delta declined comment for this story, citing ongoing litigation, but Delta has fiercely denied any wrongdoing both in the company's lawsuit to stop the recall and the administrative hearing to appear appeal their license's suspension. The only reason Battenberg learned about Delta's hemp process is because the recall sparked litigation, which in turn resulted in dozens of court filings that included emails, testing results, material purchases, and transcripts with hours of testimony from the company's leaders. That's also how John Lopez, CEO of Old Route 66 Wellness, whose brand Bison Infused was also on the recall list, learned about Delta's use of hemp. His business only bought a small amount of distillate in April when there was a dip in the supply after Missouri's recreational market sales began, and that decision has cost him $800,000 in products. While Delta Manufacturing also sold District, Lopez puts most of the blame on the brand that contracted with Delta to follow a recipe and make the product. Oklahoma-based Conti Enterprises, in a quote, says, We would have never bought it. Had his team known it was chemically converted THC from hemp, Lopez said. A spokesperson from Conti said the company stands by the safety and quality of its product. However, it does not comment on pending litigation. Rachel Herdon, COO of Delta, also defended the product during on April 4th commission hearing in a quote, we bolstered this industry, we supported this industry, and we cut costs low for consumers, she said. And we did it all while being in, consistent, in constant communication with the state and believing that our processes were allowed and appropriate. All of our product was tested, and we have no consumer complaints. I guess until now, but whatever. Battenberg works with the manufacturer Dark Horse Medicinals to produce his brand, and that company is now suing Conti and Delta Extraction to recoup its losses after purchasing nearly $325,000 of distillate in May that went into making about $1 million worth of products, and a Missouri judge has already dismissed Delta's lawsuit against the state to stop the recall, and a commissioner handling the company's appeal of its license suspension recently denied its request for a, for a stay, and a final decision on the appeal still pending, and the commission will hold a hearing on September 29th. Oh, man, these the little shuck and jive. These guys bought all those little red bottles of distillate and thought it was THC-derived. What do you guys think about this? So um, Delta's saying that they didn't know that they didn't know what it was? No, Delta's saying that they didn't know that they couldn't do that. That's, what I, that's how I took it, at least. I mean, first of all, it's stupid that people can't should be able to use hemp derived whatever I don't think you should I don't I don't I don't think you should Absolutely you should you should be able to do I don't, whatever I don't, you want I don't exactly. believe that it's just a plant I don't believe that No cuz cuz this that no 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 cuz 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 CBD No no cuz cuz that type of 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 THC is a synthetic form of THC that that does not naturally occur in the plant so I'm totally against that I'm not saying I'm going to use this product but I'm just saying that we should be able to do what we want as business operators to create products as long as they are passing lab test requirements I'm not saying that I'm trying to buy this shit I'm just saying, as mm-hmm. a business operator, I want the option to choose it or not. I don't think you should be able to have the option. That's all Jason's I'm saying. All, Jason's all about taking people's rights away. Stop the ridiculousness. <laughs> I'm looking out for the general public's interest in making sure that they have whole, good quality products and not all of this synthetic BS that always gets rammed down your throat. It's the difference between its value systems or price point, right? Like... Some people are willing to pay $8 for a gallon of milk that's organic, and some people are not. Not if there's only organic milk that all costs $8 a gallon. There's a difference Min- between Yo. the groceries that you buy, like, at, you know, Walmart versus, you know, what's it called? Whole Paycheck? I mean, Whole Foods? Sorry. No. Oh, no, no I'm, not, I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not buying this argument. I'm not buying this for a second. Um, 
You know, people with uh, <laughs> cannabis hypermesiosis uh, syndrome or whatever it's called. CHS. Like, can they smoke Delta 8? I would say no, but uh, I don't know. I see I see Mark in the chat. Maybe Mark will chime in and say if they can or not. I'm going to assume that they can't. Hmm. I'm going to assume that it's close enough that they can't, that they'd have the similar reaction. But that yeah, is... Because I, I know people in the past, <laughs> especially in non-legalized states they've been like all for delta eight and they're like uh, don't take our delta eight away that's all that we have well that's because that's all that they have out there bro they, they don't know any better they don't know any different i mean is it that they don't know any different or yeah, that they aren't it's, allowed it's the, it's, the, it's, it's that they, they they don't know any different because they don't have a marketplace for them to be able to go and and easily uh purchase these types of products well, until you until you give licenses to all these rural places in the middle of nowhere, man, how are you going to take anything away from them? I mean, let them smoke their D eight. Just just give Amazon the license. All these people will get what they need. Amazon's Amazon. <laughs> Amazon's already drone 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 <laughs> drops everywhere. Drone drops everywhere. Then uh, they're selling everything anyways. Then all those federal judges would be right if we had drone drops because then marijuana would just fall out of the sky in crates. Oh, dude, oh, where I'm at Green Brothers Farm right next door is one of the Amazon testing facilities for drones. Those things are flying over us every day. They're filming you, it's, Matthew. Oh, it looks They're like it straight looks like the battle with Skynet has started when we're like outside doing construction and stuff. You see those things. They're big, man. They're like six, yeah, eight foot across there. big ass drones and actually really kind of cool because they go this way right they go this way and then the whole thing pivots for them to take off and they will just drop your package right in front of your door by the drone man they're crazy we're thinking of actually well, buying a net gun and trying to shoot one down can you get us some yeah, footage that's, of this that's what gonna say. Isn't, it isn't it legal to shoot them down what they, we found is it's illegal they're, they're illegally flying, flying over property yeah they're illegally flying over our private property right now and so we're actually going to go over there and shake them down for cash Oh, man, this sounds like the whole Chinese spy balloon thing all over again. We're going to be like, hey, Jeff, mm -hmm. you got some of that Amazon cash for us, bro. You've been flying that drone every day. Mm -hmm. You guys, have been, you guys have been invading our airspace, and then they're going to tell you that the airspace is owned by the federal government and not by the general public, <laughs> and they're going to tell you to go fuck yourself. I mean, Jay, they're flying low. They're flying like he's, he's trying to above our property. I'm just telling you what's going to end up happening is 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 when you buy, when you purchase land, you don't own the airspace. The federal government owns the airspace, so I'm pretty sure that you're not going to be able to collect anything on that. It's like we have to buy those net. Just saying, just saying. I'm gonna have drones for sale pretty soon, you guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I bet you, you oh, definitely yeah. have the plug. They're all going to be stolen drones. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! They'll be freshly painted. <laughs> Oh man, oh that's cute. That's cute. Let's roll right into let's roll right into Matthew Saint Germain. All right, man. He is a five thousand year old cannabis wizard who has two count them two PhDs from Hogwarts with a specialist. Uh, he's a specialist in uh, tripping balls. Here, joining us live from somewhere inside the astral plane, it's the man that walked with Jesus. It's the man who helped build the pyramids. It's the man who serves as a check to Jason Beck's bullshit. Matthew St. Germain. Oh, thanks Rico. Oh, I'm dying. Well, I'm back from Burning Man where I tripped my balls all the way off and back on again. It was amazing. It was beautiful. And don't believe the news hype. It was a good time. Uh, I got a great story. The California Assembly uh, has passed a bill allowing Amsterdam-style coffee shops. Now, the governor still has to sign it into law, but under this legislation, coffee shops would be allowed to sell, I'm sorry, cannabis shops would be allowed to sell coffee and some food items. Regular coffee shops, they're already making a ton of cash. So they're not really uh, allowed to sell weed. Um, but this is, is being touted by the legislation and, and folks in government as a way to help these small businesses stay in business. Um, what I would posit, though, is that... Uh, what we really need to do is we need to reapproach the taxation system in California. The, the taxes were well out of control to begin with, and they've had this thing where every three months, if California doesn't make enough money, they've raised the taxes again. So we just see this, this finish line of success for cannabis businesses re receding into the future farther and farther with every quarter as we don't make these earmarks because of competition with the trap side, uh, uh, et cetera, and this, and this tax just going up and up. On the other side... I think that this is an amazing movement again for the destigma, further destigmatization of cannabis. Pardon me, 
And I think we need to just all see this plant in other coffee shops, in bars. And the more we see people uh, interfacing with this plant, the more we're going to see this thing. This plant causes peaceful behavior, causes community-focused behavior, is not the demon that it's been touted as for the last 100-plus years. Um, the story's pretty short, and I know Jason's got another one to get to, so uh, why don't you guys all jump in with this? Who's, uh, who's the first uh, folks on the uh, panel here who's going to be opening a cannabis coffee shop? Well, I'll tell you what. This, this story's been, uh, this story, they've been, they've been teasing this, this one for a while. Well, When's it actually going to happen? Jason? Well, it, well, well, that, well, that's what Matthew just said. He said, he said that it just passed and that now it goes to the governor's desk for signature. And then once the governor signs, signs it into law, it, it turns into law basically. I don't see this so, getting vetoed. Yeah, yeah like I don't see this popular. getting vetoed at all. I think this is going to go through. This is expected to go through from everything that I, that I've heard. And uh, not to mention, too, this is going to be a big, big, big victory for all of the consumption lounges across the state because this is what is going to allow them to basically operate as a restaurant because it's not cost effective for them to be able to offer just a consumption lounge and just uh, uh, feed that just from the sales of consumable products since you're not really allowed to take home anything if that makes sense of anything you purchase in a consumption lot you're supposed to consume it there could you break can you break down the differences jason uh, for us on how the law is now versus uh, what exactly is changing so uh, so so right now the law is basically artistry yeah so 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 cannabis dispensaries cannot sell food products we can't sell coffee or coffee i consider that all food food or beverage you can't sell food or beverages in a cannabis dispensary and so since the state does not have any um, uh, ordinance or, or governance over consumption lounges, that's all left up to local control, they are viewed by the state as a dispensary in essence because they are technically selling cannabis. So therefore that prohibits them from being able to sell any type of food products. And so we need they needed to make the fix in order so that the consumption lounges can actually operate more as a restaurant that also offers cannabis as opposed to them just being a space for people that can go and smoke cannabis, but it's not going to be cost effective because how, how does that really make money? Does that this is making way for the, the number the one legal speedball, industry. coffee and weed. Mm-hmm. Basically what fuels my life yes, every indeed. fucking day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, restaurants, notorious, restaurants notoriously are hard to run mm-hmm. and um, our money losers and, and, and cannabis industry has been um really tough for people to make money off of legally too is this what we need to have right now to put them both together and then and, and it's actually going to make some money well i'll, I'll, I'll so, say it's the coffee rico coffee coffee's about zero cents of water five cents of bean and then you turn that sucker over for five bucks coffee's a huge yeah. money maker i don't know why i'm even i don't even know why i'm in the weed game dude i'm <laughs> right i'm even i'm gonna go open a yeah, coffee shop coffee you guys shop. see you later yes Oh yes. man, baristas! You uh, probably uh, just opened a coffee Germain. shop that just had a weed leaf on the cup and charged more <laughs> just for that. Exactly, exactly. There is some pretty amazing yeah. cannabis-infused coffee out there. I mean, I mean, really, you just got to get one of those little fancy baristas that just puts like a fancy weed leaf in the little foam of your latte at the top, and, yes. you know what I'm saying? And like, yes. tell them it's CBD infused, and you could probably char- get like ten or fifteen bucks for it. <laughs> I like it. Like it. You know, I mean, people will pay that. Listen, when I, I mean, retire, I'm just going to open a, a cannabis coffee cart and like have a little like outdoor area and use my delivery service license. Are you, are you, are you going to be selling uh, indoor outdoor? <laughs> I mean, they did sell, uh, they, they, they did sell a uh, CBD toilet paper. If you remember that. At, at, mm-hmm. at, at the peak of CBD madness, yes. the, the CBD pillow. and and they had the CBD, CBD pillow too. CBD the CBD, pillow. they did have the CBD <laughs> pillow. CBD yes, CBD also toilet paper to cool your ass yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. CBD pillow. CBD. Yes. CBD uh, stretch pants, like yoga pants. My God. Mm-hmm. Man, man, man. Oh man. I, I, this is. Oh, oh yeah. And oh no, last year we got the CBD condoms. I got a. Uh, I, I got. The, oh. I saw some of those. Out of yeah. MJ Biz last year. Mm-hmm. CBD condoms. Inflammation down. <laughs> hey, you don't want to keep the swelling down, bro. That's the opposite. Yeah, right. And, yeah. I, and, right? I, and I will tell you what. I will tell you what. You, you, turn, you turn the clap into the wave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is the. Uh, I'm just really excited for all the all, everyone that has a cannabis lounge because this is gonna. This is really gonna be a game changer for for everyone that hasn't opened and everyone that is currently open. Um, this 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 is gonna be a big 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 game changer for them. And so I want to say big congratulations to them. I know a lot of people that worked really hard um, to to get this ultimately to the finish line. And I know we're not there yet, but we're just about there. So congratulations and good work. Hey, you think there's any way to lobby the state government to lower the uh, the, the excise tax rate back down to something reasonable? We're trying. We're trying to get there with them, bro. We're tr- but you know the SEIU is very, very much against that, and they're a big union. Uh, why? Why? Because they're government. Oh, they're government union, and they're against anything that takes money out of their pocket. What do you mean? I just didn't. I just don't understand how the SEIU uh, benefits from the weed excise. Oh, because they get the, they get a lot of money, bro. They get a lot of money. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, all these different. Seems cities. like if we could get that tax down to like five percent, then well, because you got to understand the, the SEIU represents the here. SEIU represents government employees. Okay, and so that's everybody in government. So why does the government want to allow for them to get uh, less revenue than what they're already getting? The government wants to figure out more ways for them to get more revenue, not less revenue. Gotcha. Because we are overtaxed. Oh, yeah, government. Yeah, we're overtaxed. Oh, over police. You know what we found? All of that. Not to not to beat the crap out of a dead horse, but what we found oh, out at Burning go. Man this weekend when the government fucking went away and didn't come back was, and we're all fine. We're all fine without the government. Take care of ourselves just fine. Say that till China well, comes you, over well, here. Gretchen's up there riding dead horses, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Right, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, oh, boy. Rico, Rico, Rico. Mm-hmm. Just you got one more story for us, Jay? I have one more story for you guys. I have one more for you. Yeah, are you guys ready for this? This is this 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 is a quickie. So, but you guys all you guys all have heard of Florida Man, right? Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump. We all we all no no no. I'm just talking about Florida Man in general. Well, there's a new one. There is now a Florida boy. Are you guys ready for this? Are you ready for Florida boy? Here we go. A 17-year-old was caught with an AR-15 style rifle and over 350 grams of marijuana during a traffic stop, according to the Tampa Bay Police Department. Officers conducted a traffic stop on North Mulberry Street on Friday after noticing the driver of the vehicle did not have a valid license. How did he notice that he didn't have a valid license without pulling him over first? Hmm, I'm wondering. Unless he ran his tags, and um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm buying he was that. An island boy. Maybe uh, he just he doesn't island. look old enough. No, no, no. He probably, he probably, he probably ran his tags, and then he said, "Oh, that, that person has a suspended license." All right. The suspect got out of the car and started walking away, ignoring the commands of the authorities. Tampa Bay Police Department said, and officers arrested the teen and conducted a search after noticing an odor of marijuana coming from the vehicle. Upon inspection, officers seized a Daniels Defense AR-15 style rifle, 357.1 grams of marijuana, 58 amphetamine, uh, dextra amphetamine pills, plastic baggies, and a digital black digital scale. Tampa police said the gun was reportedly stolen in a car burglary of Hillsborough <laughs> County Sheriff's Agency vehicle. Oh man, he stole the gun from a cop's car. And uh this ar- in a quote, this arrest is the result of outstanding police work done by those committed to keeping our community safe, said police chief Lee Burkow. In a quote, he says, it should also serve as a clear reminder of the consequences that teens will face when they are in possession of guns and drugs. We will continue to do everything in our ongoing efforts to keep guns out of the hands of those who should not have them. The teen was transported to a juvenile assessment center, and he was charged with possessing the following, a firearm, a short, uh, short-barreled rifle, drugs without prescription, cannabis with intent to sell or deliver, and drug paraphernalia. He was also charged with resisting an officer and having no valid driver's license. Well, I'll let you guys pick which one of those charges are going to get dropped when he ultimately goes to court and which ones he's actually going to get charged with. But 
What do you guys think about this? State well, ju- judging by the this is Florida boy. Florida. This is okay. Florida and Tampa judging, Bay. Judging, judging by the report from the information that we have right here, like uh, what was what was the, the the cause of them pulling him over? Number one. I, uh, that, that's number what I'm saying. Two. So 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 it said it's it said yeah. so so for for your number one, it said that they that basically they ran his plates. All right, and the registration came back as a person that has an expired driver's license. Is that your assessment? I'm not, I'm not seeing that. How do you have an expired that. driver's license and you're only seven? Yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing. I'm not. I'm not seeing that in 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 the story here, Jason. I think you, you just add that part. No, I'm just saying if well, what they said is that, is that they ran is is basically that they ran the tags, and and so then they pulled the person over and they because they had an expired license. But I'm saying the only way that they could have known that the person had an expired license is if if that was the case, but. In Florida, or they could have just been harass, they could have just been harassing them, and it, 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 as, as we know, cops just pull people over. You're missing what I'm saying. I'm say, saying uh, I'm uh, saying that he has to have, have been have been being harassed or being targeted because there's no yeah. because if this kid didn't have a license and he was 17, there's no way that he had a vehicle registered in his name for them to have run it to to right. know that he didn't have a license. So that's why I'm saying the cop story is already yeah, flawed. I, I think it's, yeah, I also think I think it's interesting that they say that they seized a uh, AR-15 as well, um, and he was charged with that. Like they didn't say it was illegal; he had illegal possession. Hold on, hold on. It was stolen like from another cop's car. But it says he was charged with possessing the following: a firearm, a short-barreled rifle. Mm-hmm. Those on top of the AR-15. As well, I think like, I no, I think I think no, I think I think I think the AR-15 is getting both of those charges. The same gun is you're getting two charges. That's what I think that is. Because it doesn't mention it doesn't mention anywhere in there that I saw that uh, that there's another firearm involved. So I'm willing to get that you got caught with that and you're getting two charges. I'm just waiting for more information. On it's just this, like but, uh, it's just like when you get caught with weed. All right, you get caught with weed. You're probably going to get get charged with sales. You're probably going to get charged with transport transporting, and you're going to probably get charged with possession. Right? Those are three separate charges, like, all for the like, same thing. That's my yeah, point. It's, it's like Dale. It's, it's like Dale always uh, always tells us: never commit more than one crime. At break once. break one law Hallelujah. at a time. Break one law at a time. Yes. Hopefully this. Hopefully this uh, young person. You know, um, this Ute beats the case. This Ute, yeah, this Ute beats the case, mm-hmm. and uh, he learns uh, from uh, from what happened here. But uh, I think we don't have enough information from the cops. I don't know if we'll ever get it. This is Florida. Um, in my assessment, just looking, at, you know, me not knowing anything about this particular case, it looks sounds like some kid was harassed. And uh, he was pulled over. He was joyriding. Yeah, and if and, uh, if if you notice too, Rico, it it, it says well. No, if you notice, if you notice, it also yeah. it also this also states in the story that he was walking away. It doesn't say that he was running away. Like, yeah, there's too much. There's too you much know what I mean? here. Yeah, if he's walking. <laughs> if he's walking away, like, like and, I thought he was pulled over. And that's right? why. Like, and that's why this is Florida. What's going on here? That's why this is Florida, boy. I'm gonna try that okay. the next time I get pulled over for something. Yeah, start walking. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> You're like, I'm cool. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Oh shit! You pulled me over. I'm, I just I'm not I'm driving anymore, walk, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hop on a hoverboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just scoot away. I, I don't know. There's, there's too much missing in this one, and it is Florida. So, um, hopefully, this kid uh, gets off and um, he gets his uh, court case before he turns 18. Right, I don't know. All right, know. let's roll. Right. Anybody else want to uh, talk about this one? It's a sketchy Florida case. Doesn't sound too sketch to me. Sounds like this kid's gonna get screwed. Yeah, I mean, huh? be rolling around with guns in the car. Just ridiculous. I don't know. It just doesn't. It just does not make sense. He was walking away. The whole point. <laughs> the whole point of this article was just another big tie together with weed and guns. That's it. That's all. That's all the whole point. Hold on. Don't forget. Don't forget about the pills, the amphetamines. Ah, right. Can't leave yeah, those was, out. Yeah, he was, it, it was, uh, um, in the headline. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the yeah, the, yeah. The, de- the, the that that is a uh, is generic uh, uh, generic uh, Adderall. That's true, amphetamine. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I don't know, man. There's, there's too many holes in this shit, and uh, this is the kind of stuff that the cops put out in the blotter for you to like actually be like, this this, this young man's doing a bunch of wild ass shit. But um, when you boil it down, if he has a good lawyer, he should be able to beat this case. I know there are a lot My. of there's a lot of great lawyers in Florida, Rico. <laughs> yes, there are. Man. Yes, <laughs> yes, there are. There's even better. There's even better lawyers in uh in Fulton County, right? Uh, I don't. Those those aren't those aren't lawyers. <laughs> All right, man. All right, we are at the top of the hour, everybody. Definitely, uh, thank you again for joining us for yet another episode of High at Nine News. You can always catch us 9 a.m. on the West Coast and high noon on the East Coast. Uh, big shout out to our super fans showing love and getting their comments posted live on the air, on the big screen, in our live audience and online supporters catching us across all media platforms, tuning in each day to the headlines of chaos, also known as the developing cannabis industry. To our vetted correspondents tuning in from all over, bringing as much needed variety of perspective and your respected opinions to the table as well. To our production team, Cloud Media Partners, House of Fuego, all of our sponsors keeping our lights on, AV struggles to a minimum, and of course, the lovely Zsa Simone holding things down everywhere outside of the studio. It has been Monday. What is today? What is today? Monday. You can give, me, you can give us that, uh, that American right. uh, really? uh, uh, music. Yeah, it's, it's 9 11, bro. bro. It's 9 11. Yeah. Are you, you going to give us that patriotic mu music, Jason? Um, That's a cue yeah. for you. Sorry. Sorry. I don't even get it. I don't even get it, Jason. You can give me the. That patriotic music, you know, to break <laughs> no, no, my soundboard got my soundboard got erased, and I, I have to we have to redo oh, everything. You don't have any, oh. you don't have any American anthem. <laughs> oh man, yeah, America, there, there, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Monday, September 11th, uh, 2020. We need some fucking freedom, and, you know. Uh, you know, a big a big love to everybody who lost somebody who was deeply affected by the events that happened uh, um, uh, back in 2001 uh, on both sides of the equation there. And um, keep on question, asking questions about that. We still haven't heard all that we should as the public about really what went down on that day. And I encourage everybody to dig deeper into that ra rabbit hole. My name is Rico Lomit, the dopest dad on the street. Uh, closing out here today. And I'd like to give it to Carmen Sacramento to give us a good message to start the week off. What you got for us, Mandy? Uh, let's see. It's Monday. You're just getting started. Make sure you drink lots of water, exercise, pray, meditate, hug somebody who's doing something awesome. Make it a great week.